What's up, everybody? It's your boy Craig Allen, aka the ruler of rubbing people the wrong way, aka cinnamon short sexual chocolate, and you're now tuned into the feedback podcast. What up, everybody? It's back with the feedback podcast. So we talk about everything nightlife related here in Austin, and this one is a little special because I wanted to take y'all back to Red Fest Sundays. And who better to talk to about it than the man himself, DJ Corrupt, and the homie Big Rich, a.k.a. Tap Boy. So we talk about how the whole thing got started. Uh, we talk about the crowd, the music, uh, the DJ booth, that rope, the anniversary parties that were always crazy. So if you were around back then, this is going to really bring back some memories. So shout out to all the staff that used to work at Red Fez. Shout out to all the DJs that used to play there. Uh, and if you're not around, this is still a good uh, show to listen to. This is going to give you a glimpse into what it was like before Sunday Fun Day. And so uh, this is a good one. So sit back, relax, and reminisce over Red Fest Sundays with Corrupt and Tap Boy. All right, let's go. live welcome to the feedback podcast so we talk about everything nightlife related here in austin and today i have the pleasure to talk to the one and only mr dj corrupt how you doing man what's up man how are you jalen chain thanks for coming and everybody knows this man too if you don't you've probably seen him he's everywhere at the same time he has clones and everything rich hey how you doing man jalen chain thanks glad for- to be here glad to be here thanks for coming so the reason why I have you on today is because we wanna I wanna take everybody back to the Red Face days, Sundays at Red Face, which Corrupt was killing it over there every Sunday. Rich was right by his side, <laughs> killing it killing it in his own way. In his own way. In his own way, <laughs> killing it. Yeah. In his own way. Uh but before we get to that, I um I wanna um Give people, or actually, you give people a little background about about yourself. Uh, how did you? Are you you born and raised in Austin, or? No, I've been in Austin. Uh, this actually, this month is twenty one years. Damn. Started high damn. school here. First yeah. from where? Um, I was born in Jersey. Okay. Spent uh, elementary and middle school in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and then my sister was starting UT, and um, I was starting high school. And my mom was like, "Hey, y'all both have to make new friends. Let's all go down to Austin." Mm-hmm. And so went to school, and when you jump, when what was it that made you jump behind the decks? Well, I actually ended up skipping a grade in high school. So me and my sister weren't four years apart; we were only three years apart. Uh-huh. So when I was a freshman, she was a senior, showing me around, you know, trying to get me acclimated, going to school at UT. And her best friend's boyfriend uh, had a pair of turntables, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he just liked to collect vinyl, and he would, didn't want to DJ out and. Just did it for himself. Mm-hmm. But he used to hang out with all the guys at the UT radio station. You know, Mike Swing, yeah. Nick Knack, and all those guys. And I I just go out and hang out with them at the station while they were mixing. And you just learned that way? And no, well, I mean, that's kind of how the love for it started. Uh-huh. And then uh <laughs> yeah, I was, go dating, ahead, go ahead. I was <laughs> I was dating this girl at the time. Uh-huh. Um, there it is. There the truth finally comes there out. Is the, there is the passion. <laughs> well, I didn't have any money, so <laughs> she had credit cards. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she bought me my first mixer. 
and it was like the hottest mixer out. Every like all the DJs were calling like, "Hey, bring it over, bring it over, uh -huh. let's cut." And um, from there, I got one turntable, and I, was, I had one turntable and just sat at home and cut, scratched, uh -huh. and I upgraded to two turntables and a <laughs> microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so but you were you were a hip hop head growing up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so in, back in Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but mostly like East Coast, West Coast, dirt, dirty, what? A lot of East Coast growing up, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, my favorite group of all time is Outkast. So yeah, I had a little influence in both. And you how know? it was... Um, I was real young when I moved to Texas. So, yeah, you know, it was a lot of, lot of South, you know, UGK. Yeah, of course. You know, a lot of the Dallas stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but one of my buddies put me on to Wu-Tang's first album and... My East Coast love, like, kind of skyrocketed. Then I was researching all the East Coast guys. And Same here. <laughs> and I was in France. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. What, so you had your own collection of records? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was just buying records anytime I could when I had a little extra cash. Mm -hmm. um, I'd, I wouldn't eat, and I'd just go buy, like, a new single or something old that I wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, records weren't. Cheap. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They were no, no they, they were not. Were they were not. Expensive. You know, you get a single for four ninety nine, and that's only that's only the clean, dirty instrumental, and you'd be lucky to get an acapella. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be happy to have an acapella. Wait, uh, so and so back then you were already corrupt? No, no, no. What was what was your DJ name back then? How what? No, what? Give me it's always been corrupt, but uh. Oh God, this is gonna sound so bad. So after Who cares? <laughs> this is what it's for. Yes. But I was dating another hey, you, girl. You're gonna, you gonna learn today. Oh yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> you're gonna this, learn today. This is some stuff that I'm learning. That I'm like, wow. So the girl that helped me get my stuff, like she's not in the picture anymore. I'm dating another girl. I'm telling people I'm a DJ. I'm a club DJ. I can, you know, rock your party and private parties, events, and I couldn't do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> he lied his way in the business. Drop one. Mr. Motor. Two. Yeah. Stop and play. <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. My first gig, that's what I was doing. This Ooh. guy promoter calls me. He's like, hey, man, uh, heard you DJing. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what name do you want on the flyer? I was like, uh, let me call you right back. <laughs> so I called that other girl that I was dating. We came up with a list. And uh, tell, give me some names from the list. Uh, Manifest was one. Manifest. Um, that's the one. It was. That's the only one I remember because it was between those two. It was corrupt or manifest. Uh huh. And I, it just ended up corrupt. I don't know why. She picked it. We agreed on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so know, half gotta, of that. So your career kind of is like you can. I yeah. own the name. She owned fifty percent of the yeah. name. She, <laughs> she's no longer in the picture. It's okay. But, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, he was like, I called him back because I put corrupt on the flyer, and um, I opened up for some guys. I think my slot was nine thirty to ten. Like the bartenders are still setting up the bar. Where was it? Do you remember? It was at Bob Popular. Holy shit! Yeah, Bob Popular. We old man. Yeah. Wow. Bob Popular had that hip hop room. Bob Popular on the left. Yeah, I mean, well, Bob Popular is was. What is now, I think, Jackalope? Yeah, uh, it's... Um, it was a, like those three... Chupacabra. Chupacabra. One, yeah, upstairs. No, no, it wasn't Chupacabra. It was like... Well, the, the one that's on, on, on 6th Street. Peckerheads. Yeah. Peckerheads. Peckerheads. And then... Yeah, Barston, all that. Well, mm -hmm. bar, it's not even Barston no more. It was, but yeah. yeah. It was just a huge yeah, spot. The, downstairs was a big room. Upstairs had an 80s room and a hip-hop mm -hmm. room. Right. Yeah. That's one of the first joints I went to. That was my through. first gig, and I played for like 30 minutes, and the DJs were cool. I actually had to go borrow records from my buddy because I didn't have enough at that time. Uh -huh. um, and you were playing Wu Tang. I was playing. I was playing Wu Tang. <laughs> I remember playing Lucini. 
like Camp Low record. Yeah. Like I was playing all the East Coast like stuff. That's what I was into. All the raucous stuff back in the day. Yeah, raucous. Yeah. Um, but the, the DJs were real cool. Like they were just showing me, you know, watch your levels. Uh-huh. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And I rocked it for four people, and that was it. <laughs> did, did you Did you know him back then, Rich? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I the first time I met Corrupt um, actually was at Chaos. Club Back Chaos the on Riverside. Club Riverside. Chaos when he was uh, doing the radio and uh, Thursday nights at Chaos. Ninety third third. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and I remember. And I remember the first time I met him when I walked up to Corrupt because I I met him through a um, a friend that I that I was hanging out with at the time. She was like, "Yo, this is my boy Corrupt," and I was like, first thing out my mouth." What you drink? He's like Jaeger bomb. I was like, "Oh man, that was a bad mistake for me that night." Uh, <laughs> I think we went through probably about eight to ten Jaeger bombs each. Shit. Mm. Yeah, we I were... actually had a Jaeger bomb last <laughs> night. Wow. For for first time in a long time. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I know. Wait, why so I... how did you, so you, you were playing on the radio? Yeah, I was playing in the club, but it was live on the radio. Right. Right. Um, but I thought, did you have a show on on the actual, on the I, radio? I did have a radio show. I was doing the Rush Hour mix, yeah, on the radio at five p.m. on ninety three three, and then sometimes I would do the afternoon mix. Sometimes I'd do the morning mix. But that slot, that five o'clock slot, was always mine. So when, um, so once you got on the radio, that's when everybody was like, "Oh, we need to have corrupt over well, here." I, I started at eighty eight point seven. Oh, I, I was on eighty eight point seven. That's what I listen to now, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I did it's, Friday it's good, nights. Good. Friday nights from nine to midnight uh, with my buddy Southpaw mm-hmm. and Bankhead, and then um, I go to the club, DJ or just hang out, and then come back and I do three to six a.m. on eighty-eight seven, and oh, that's how man. I started. And then um, Baby G approached me and was like, "Hey man, this is a new radio station coming in town. Make a demo." And uh, yeah, that's how it kind of came about when I made the move to ninety-three-three. So how many how many years in the radio? Uh, eight years, nine years on eight the radio. Years? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. That's that's a good run. That's yeah, a good it, was run. A, it was a fun run. <laughs> and so you, uh, so after chaos, that- after chaos, um, then we moved over to uh, Wednesday nights at Miguel's La Bodega. If anybody remembers that. No. It's now this. It's now, now called Seersucker. Turned into Ringers. Oh, Miguel. It was Ringers. Ringers, yes, Maria, yeah. Maria. Yes, yes, now yes. it's Seersucker. On Colorado. That's right, Miguel. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a. It was a split bar, where the front was half Cuba was hip no. no, Cuba Libre was there. It was next door. So you have oh, Kenichi, right. then you have Seersucker, then you have yeah. Cuba, then Ten Oak. Okay. Seersucker is what used to be, Miguel La Bodega, and then it was uh, Ringers. It became Ringers a sports, sports bar. Lounge. Yeah. And then yeah. it was Maria Maria. Maria Maria, now yeah, Seersucker. Now Seersucker. Yeah, but then that's when I ran into Corrupt again. And um, we um, we just started really kicking it tough then because we kind of fell off and, like, didn't really communicate for a little bit. You know, I was doing my thing. He was doing his thing. Rich's phone was always cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the young days. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know the, the realism of having to pay the bill every month, you know, like I do now. I didn't have, didn't have a girl had a good credit. No. <laughs> no <right>. I didn't. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, we ran back into each other then at Miguel's. And then after Miguel's, it was, um, uh, what was that spot? Uh, it was it was Cielo for a little bit, 
and then seeing it was Sky seen, Lounge. Sky yeah, Lounge on Congress. Sky Lounge. Yeah. On Congress, yeah. Sky Lounge and, you know, kicked it there for a little bit. And then one day he was like, yo, you should come check me out at Red Fez. And I was like, cool. I walk into Red Fez on a Sunday night and it's been history ever since, man. And this dude right here is corrupt is Austin. I'm sorry. You know, Why are you apologizing? I, I, well, most people are probably going to be like, oh, he's, you know... No, I mean, you know, people who say that maybe were not around back then, but like, you were on top of the world at that time. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, but um, just at the time when Red Fez opened, I remember, like, I kind of made my... It was gradual for me because I started at, like, Platinum X when I first started going out. Then I'm, <laughs> I, I made my, right. my way west, pretty much. Right. And for a while, it was, uh, like... Firehouse Barcelona, mm-hmm. and then West Six, uh, not West Six Warehouse started popping up. The Red Feds came around, right. Lucky came around, um, and uh, Glass was there. Ooh, yeah, I went back. I went back there. Glass. Glass. I remember Glass. <laughs> Glass was fun. Yeah, Glass, Glass was Glass mark. was a very nice place. And so Red Fez comes up, and I'm like, oh, they have hookahs and stuff. Right. That that was the concept, yeah. right? And yeah. and it was the the thing that was. That really brought people to that side of town, right? For it was kind folks. of the, yeah, kind of yeah. first area to go in Austin for grown folks to party. Yeah, and they had a didn't have um, belly dancers. They did. I th- that was a, I think their Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, they that had, was had a band called Atash. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and, uh, yep. yes. And, and that the, was a fun night. <laughs> and the thing about Fez for the, those uh, who remember. Um, it was a nice layout. I'm not a big fan of bars that are that look like hallways. Uh-huh. Like the mm. you know, half of the bar, half of the place is the bar and the other half you just gotta squeeze Post and post up. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Make your way the best way you can. Yeah. <laughs> so basically you walk in Red Fez and then you had that little area on the right behind the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was like yeah, right against the window where you could sit down and then yeah. there was a stage area. Yep. With seating, yeah. and um, uh, out, and then you had DJ booth right there, basically overlooking the whole place. Yeah, and we'll get into all the stuff that happened in that yeah. booth. And then, yeah, you had the sidewalls. No seats comment. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> I plead the fifth. My, my spot. My spot was the wall on the right. Yeah, right? I, that that was your area. That right was there. my spot because I, I I hated the other side by the door. Because people would have people, to pass exactly. the traffic. That's yeah. my biggest pet peeve. I don't like people walking by me when I'm having a good time when I have a drink in my hand. So I would just chill on, over on the other side. And then you had a um, little open area. And then uh, you had that wall. That stuck out further than the bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that wall, it was like the co- the cooler was in that, behind that wall. Yeah, that was the cooler. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cooler where they kept all the liquor. Oh, if you go in there, if you I go thought in, they had everything up, like up. They had some stuff up there. That's why I actually started DJing on, on top. top of that. <laughs> Are you in kidding the me? Beginning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where? Up that there. a platform? Had a, no. Well, there's there were some stairs that that went. They were literally parallel to the wall, and I'd get to this top, you know, close to the top as possible, and they would hand me my records, like from from the ground floor. They hand me my turntables, and I'd set up up there. So there was no stage back then? There was no booth? There was a stage. But then I asked them, I was like, man, why can't I DJ down there? And they made it to where they brought a table, had a, you know, 
the sound wired properly, and I started DJing down there. That's how the stage came about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. see corrupt back in the day when it was going. <laughs> nah. but it was it was like that for ev- for everybody, right? What do you mean? Like you, you were you the first to play at Fez, or uh, was it like uh, I think I'm. You're one of the first. I think I might have been the first DJ to play at Fez, with a residency. I don't know. If, yeah, because I, I don't remember DJs on top of the bar at yeah, all. Yeah, I was probably one of the f- the first DJs to play there. Yeah, to do a shot with this man back in the day, you would have to basically just tell the bartender to give it to him. You know, there <laughs> yeah. was no there was no toasting. It was like, all right, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and, and, and the rope would have been the ladder like you can't get in just push, push the ladder down you can't get up you can't get, you can't up. get up so how did it how did let's get into Sundays then how did how did it start did someone come up to you and say hey I'm looking I'm trying to do this concept or what yeah. was your um, I was playing at Plush at the time um, for a promoter and she approached me and was like hey man I found this new spot mm-hmm. um, we want to do a Sunday night there I was like cool let's do it but there was nothing else going on on Sundays at the time was no. there no no yeah not that I can remember. No, I don't. I don't think um, so. Not that I can remember either. Sidebar? Were they doing something? Where Side- Chupa is at now? What was that called? Sidebar? I think it was called Sidebar. I don't remember what it was called. I'm oh sure. no, that was uh. You had Apple Bar across the street. No, I'm talking about back, back on where Chupacabra is. There used oh, to be fuel, like, fuel. Nah, on oh, the corner fuel? Chupacabra. It, there used uh, to be some hip hop stuff going on. I can't remember if it was. Sunday or Tuesday? I don't remember what it was. I don't. Sunday was a hard sell back then because there was nothing yeah. else going on. Yeah, it was way was before Sunday Funday ever came of all. Yeah, there was no West <laughs> Six back then. None yeah. of that. Red Fest Sunday nights was red was Sunday Funday. Yeah. So they came to you and said, "Yeah, she was like, hey, you know, you're playing for me over here um, at Plus. You want to go over and try this Sunday night thing?" I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Like, what format?" And she was like, "You know, kind of whatever you want to play." But more geared, you know, to upscale, urban, urban, <laughs> urban upscale. I was looking for that. The urban upscale. Oh, that's what it was called. Um, I don't remember what it was called. You know what she was really saying in her head, though. She was like, "Can you play the Negroes, please?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if she's saying that, but urban. That's what that means. <laughs> that's pretty to, much. To, to, to a lot of people, that's what that means. Wait, so you, um, so there was nothing else going on on Sundays. No, and she would actually, her boyfriend would have to come pick me up in Pflugerville from my mom's house. Because I didn't hey, have a car at the time. Hey, that's honesty, man. Uh, load up my, all my stuff and, yeah, we'd go down so, there and... Do you remember the first time? Yeah, I remember the first time. How was it? It was me, her, her boyfriend, the bartenders. Nobody. I wasn't even going there. You were not there yet? I wasn't there yet. I, I, I showed up. To Red Fez after he had probably had been there for, I would say, a year, almost two. Uh-huh. And that's when I started coming around, hanging out with him on Sundays at Red Fez. So how how were you going to approach the thing? Like, did you have something I was just excited to have somewhere to play. Yeah. You know, at that time, I was not I was doing one-off gigs here and there. Are you not a regular at Plush? I, I was a regular at Plush, oh, okay. but, like, I was called Red Fez, like, my first official, like, residency. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I was hopping around a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, what ended up happening with that promoter is she pissed off the owner. It was there was when it started getting good, mm-hmm. and she pissed off the door dude, cussed him out. The owner was there. You talking about Fez? Yeah. Man, well, let's not end it. Let's not end it right away. Huh? <laughs> you talking about how Fez, how how that Sunday fun? I mean, how, how my Sunday thing? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you how. Like she was taking her cut, and I was getting you know she was paying me off that cut. She pissed off the door dude. He told the owner. 
And then the owner fired her on the spot. And the owner approaches me. He's like, man, it's night starting to get good. You want to take over? I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. And then she fired me from plush. <laughs> oh, because I, oh, I stayed and I didn't, I didn't, you know, ride with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed there. Good I mean, call. They they gave me twice the money. Money. They gave me her, you know. Yeah. Her percentage, and yeah. they gave me five thousand flyers. And I was like, Oh, flyers! I, I remember flyers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of walking around downtown, posting them in cars. Were you, were you part of that? Was that? No, I, I kind of came in on the end of it, and with the when when I came in on it with Sid, I was helping him more promotion wise with, Sorry. you know, internet and like you know word of mouth of like you know when I would run into people, they'd be like, "Hey, Rich, you know where are you going tonight? Where's a hot spot?" I'm like, "Red Fest is a place to be." I was like, "Oh, who?" And I'm like, "My boy, Corrupt." Uh-huh. They're like, "Oh, the dude from the radio." I'm like, "Yeah, him." They're like, "All right." So yeah. the radio, you're on the radio back then, so that really helped. Yeah, like you could. I uh, mean, Fest started in 2001. That was yeah, you know, June 2001 is when it started. Uh huh. Um, and at that time, after I lost that plush deal, um, that was my only gig. So I went out Monday through Saturday and promoted by myself. Oh, I'd go, yeah. I'd, I'd hit every car at Nasty's. Every car across the street over there at the Washaterias, like <laughs> all in the back of the neighborhoods. And then I hit everybody, every single person that was coming out. So they saw it twice. They saw it when they were coming out. Uh-huh. And then they saw it on their car. And it started kind of picking up. Hey, there's a Sunday thing going on. And yeah. I, just, I were you, just... Were you targeting certain people or you were just no, like just, all over the place? I, I was targeting similar similar style of music, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, nasty, yeah, Nasty's would qualify, definitely. Yeah. So... You know, like the dance hall with the old school hip hop and the East Coast, South. Like, I'm just targeting people that open my eyes. I was doing, you know, Motown sets back then. So, yeah. a little of everything. I, mean, I remember I remember back, you know, when I first started really coming around when my man would pull up. How many crates did we have to pull out of your car to bring inside? Eight, eight or ten, yeah. Eight to ten crates. Way before Serato. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah each crate had probably... <laughs> You know, fifty to hundred records, depending on the size of the crate. So, so how how long did it take for people to really to pick up? It actually, black people think it was instant. It wasn't really instant. It was about a year. A year in? Yeah, I had all my college buddies. They were coming out. Uh huh. Um, you know, but it you know it was ten people, fifteen people, and it just kind of gradually went up. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have a bad week. I'm like, damn man, what did I do wrong? Uh-huh. And it wasn't really my fault. Maybe whatever it was, bills were due. People weren't coming out that week, or Whatever it was, yeah, but it got to a point where it was just consistent. But how did um, the thing that, that I guess the thing that struck me at first was that, uh, and I met you back then, right? And I was like, "Who's this little Indian dude playing all that hip hop? <laughs> how, yeah, how does I'm, how does he get to play hip hop?" I'm not gonna lie, that's the first thing I thought when my friend introduced me to him at Chaos. I was like, this dude. I didn't know all this hip hop and all of this. Like, what the? <laughs> and he's on the mic and he's rapping along. And what Man. the hell is this? And like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you, somebody gave you some credibility somehow, or you just earned it. Like when you were at UT, you were like part of a black fraternity or something, or what was it? Uh, <laughs> I was in a is. predominantly black fraternity in college. Are you serious? Yeah. Phi Beta Sigma. I was bullshitting. I didn't know. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he I have I have the brand on my arm to prove it. All right. Damn. So you yeah. had a you had a uh, you got approved. 
that, that, that he got his really... black card right yeah, there. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it was that. Go out that. there and play Outkast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think people enjoyed the music. And they, no, no, they I mean, really look at it like that. No, but that, there was nothing else like it. I mean, right. I remember there was no such thing as a, I mean, uh, besides Plush, mm-hmm. uh, where it was like on the cons- on on a regular basis, like that kind of hip hop. Right. I mean, I know back then, I think uh, Hip Hop Hum Day was already over yeah. on Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays at Miguel was done. Yeah, so there a was lot nothing of, else. A lot of spots were turning real ghetto. And then a lot of, like, it was nothing but straight, like, it wasn't really, like, chilling, like, hanging out, having a good time. It was more of you had to really, like, look around the clubs and the bar, like, mm-hmm. all right, what's going to happen? It's going to be a fight over here, a fight over there. It was right, like, right, right. And it got real uncomfortable. You know, and that's when I found Red Fez, it was like I found, you know, my Mecca. It was like a place to, like, you can go get you a hookah, you can get a good drink and be around good people and listen to fantastic music and have a great night the whole night without any stress. That is true. Well, the, and the, th- the thing I, I'll, I'll praise, uh, uh, and I've, I've done before, praise uh, Fez is that, you know, with the rotation they had every week on the – like it was every day was something different. Yeah, you know Manny on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Boombox next door, uh, uh, Mike Swing. I met Mike Swing there when he was doing uh, Nothing New. Yeah, yeah. Thursdays. Uh, Inverse was always one of my favorites. Inverse, that's yeah. my, one of my favorite <laughs> DJs. Right there. I need to bring him back seriously. Yeah, but uh, and then you were there and Curve on Saturdays, so it was always something different. So the crowd would always shift. Right. And you know, but you always knew, like, if you went to Fez on any given night, that you would probably have a good time. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, that was the thing. So I mean, I, I remember at first, like, um, I think I don't I don't remember what year I got there. I think it was maybe two thousand four, mm-hmm. four or five, um, and. That was actually room to dance right in the front. Oh, right in the yeah. front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when yeah. it was room. Yeah. And uh and over over time it there was like I remember B Boys used to come around. Oh yeah. Uh, right in front of the stage. Yep. B Boys yeah, to Jesse come around. Jesse and uh, yeah. Robert and a couple of those other guys. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I remember uh, Daryl would come up and say, "Hey, you, you guys are taking too much room dancing. I can't let people in. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta stop." Yeah. By '04, <laughs> like it was starting to get packed. Yeah. Like, it took a year for people to realize, okay, there's something we can possibly do on Sunday, but it took a couple years for it to get to what it was in its heyday, you know, yeah. at the peak. Yeah. And and you had you had somewhat of a format you were following, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was. I mean, I'll let you go through that, but I, I have an idea, and I want, but I want you to go first. Actually, no, no, let me go first, and you tell me if that's if that's close to what you were doing. Okay. The way I understood it, and chime in if mm-hmm. you uh, if you want. Yeah. The R and B was early. Mm-hmm. It was early. It was R and B, maybe like till about eleven. Then it was hip hop classics. Uh, there was a dancehall set somewhere in there, and then it was the Jay Z half hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then and then by by I would say by one o'clock is when like the the I don't want to call More it the- South hip hop. Whatever was really kicking in, right? Yeah, am I close enough? Yeah, you're pretty close. It was it was real purposeful, man. Like how I did it. Um, I really wanted the early part where people to come in, be able to talk to their friends. Like it's not like you know super loud, mm-hmm. the, you know, easily listening music. You know, old soul funk classics, R current R and B stuff. Yeah, 
And then, yeah, I mean, you pretty much nailed it. You pretty much nailed it. And then I, I do. Listen, I, I used watch. to do. Yeah, I watch. I'm about to walk, but I'm watching. Yeah. I used to do like you know those I'm sample sets where I'd play like the 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 originals of where you know current artists sampled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do that that set a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I'd go into maybe some dance hall. I know it by heart. Oh yeah, man! I, you can always <laughs> tell when your dance hall sprinkle in dance hall. Like if if I saw that the crowd was like the first set, mm-hmm. I might go play some hip hop. Then I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. But dance hall was it kind of became a mainstay. But it was always the classic dance hall. I didn't think I could break at that time. Break new dance hall. That, I remember I gave you a CD back then. Yeah, you used to bring me a CD like once a month. <laughs> and, and I played it, played it. And I I listened to it, and um, like a lot of it was dope. But then like. Two months after, like two months into it, like you, oh, every month at least you, you bring one. It have like 150 songs on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized, man, like a lot of this stuff is dope. I don't know if I could play it because I don't know if people respond to it. Then I realized, damn, back he's giving me all this just so he can hear the stuff on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's night. what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that, what, that, it that's what it was. <laughs> I'm like, I want to hear my shit. Fuck all of y'all. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the the thing that I really liked, um, which is hard to pull, is that. You had a mic. The other mm. DJs didn't have mics. Right. Manny didn't have a mic. Inverse didn't have a mic. But how how did that come around? Was that was that your idea? You're like, I'm on the radio, so I should get a mic. Nah, I, I don't know. Maybe just watching older DJs because you know being on the mic was it helps. It doesn't happen anymore too much. There's certain DJs that that do it and do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just trying to get the crowd into it. Like, hey, this dude's up there having fun. Yeah. yeah. We need to have fun. How do you feel? Do you feel like it hindered you though? Nah, 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 not, not until the later years. <laughs> not t- um, yeah, I mean, just ha- having a mic. And one thing you would do is, um, one, you rap along. Yeah. Which I gotta say, after a while, it was annoying. Because <laughs> if it yeah. was too, too much, you know. But um, one thing you did very well, I think, is that you introduce new songs pretty much every week. Right. And you were really on top of what was coming out. Like, oh, brand new Kanye when people didn't really know who it was. Right. Or brand new whatever. And the fact that you were able to talk it up, just like it is on, you know, on the radio, you know, really gave people like, okay, this is, I'm get, I'm, I'm one of the first probably in Austin to hear this joint. Right. And, and at that time, like, I had a lot of constraints on radio, so I wasn't able to play those records. And that yeah. was kind of my release. Like, yo, this is dope. It might be on radio in the next month or two, but it's dope right now. It just came out. Were you on a were you on the email list? Yeah, you were getting yeah, a bunch was, of promos and all yeah, that. Yeah, like once yeah. you're on radio, you get plugged into that whole yeah, world and All right, yeah. But one thing though about, you know, corrupt you being on the mic is that you were one of those you weren't like an MC really, because you know, you get you know, some of those MCs like nowadays that they're just on the mic and they're just like you're like trying to enjoy the music. You're like, dude, really? Like, come on, put your like, hands up. Yeah, now it's like, yeah, <laughs> make some noise. The DJ DJing, he has an MC. Yeah, and it's like, like come it's on, man. It's ass. like I don't, I want to. I'm here to hear the music and like corrupt would chime in and you know he would say his little piece, he would say his name, you know, throw out little shout outs, yeah. make a couple then, jokes, yeah, a couple and jokes, go, and then go back <laughs> to the music. Out. Yeah, yeah I got, out. I was on the verge of a lot of those call outs yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the day. You're on the yeah. bad end of those. So yeah. what, what was what was your job there? I just pretty much just looked out for my boy, man, and helped him promote, you know. And I think I, I think I got kind of strung into the security role with the yes. red rope. I mean, I thought <laughs> seriously when I saw, when I saw you up there for one, 
<laughs> you see, you see corrupt up there, and then you look like the security guy. <laughs> hashed, uh, hashed. I mean, uh, slash, uh, hype man or <laughs> s- s- something. And I'm like. Who's that up there? He's always up there, and then and once in a while he'll raise his hand and raise his glass, and yeah. and then hold the rope. And I, but once I got past that rope, man, yeah, it, it was, was a good feeling. You family, <laughs> man. We we had a lot of people that hung out there in the booth with us. You I, know? I asked them to put those ropes up. Yeah, yeah you were right. And it, it, it helped too much. It helped, man, because it was. I remember one time they didn't put the ropes up, and it got crazy up there in the booth. Well, I, they installed them because I asked them to put oh, them up, okay. and. Um, it just got too much, man. Like, I, everybody's having a good time, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm still work. You know, it's work. Yeah, you know, and you always want to. It gets crowded sometimes. <laughs> it's just too. I, much. I don't know how you did it sometimes because there'll be like twenty people. That thing can hold maybe ten. Uh, yeah, that that that's that what stage it, area was probably ten foot by twenty, maybe six foot. No, yeah, it was oh, six small. Foot. Oh, okay, it was small. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes I'm 25 like, people up there is yeah. It's too you much. had to take out the little tables at one point. Yeah, yeah, got the tables. <laughs> That's true. It was. You, you remember like who, who was uh, who was all working there at the time? I'm trying to think. Um, well, Max was there. Yeah, Max. Max, you got Damien, who's now big time actor in L.A. Shout out to him. Yeah, uh, Daryl was there the whole time. Yeah, from Darryl. the beginning to, to the true. end of it, uh, working the door. Uh, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, Daisha. That's why I met Daisha, Daisha. Actually, Daisha, Rachel, Rachel, yeah. Jason, uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Carell. Jason oh, okay. Um, uh, I mean, Jenna, Jenna was there for a while. Jenna. I mean, just, um, the staff. The staff was cool Rachel? too. Like, yeah, you know, Rachel, like, ma- yeah. yeah, majority of those people are still working in the industry. Yeah, but I mean, it was that. That's the thing. Like. It, I, I, if you walk into a place, it's a good vibe, but the staff sucks. It really, it really kills it. I think. What are you laughing? Like, what do you mean, though? Like, you're saying, like, in what sense? No, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy, like, when I walk into a place that I, when I don't know people, uh huh. And I mean, the first thing that hits me is what the music is like, because that's what I go for. Yeah. But if it takes me 20 minutes to get a drink, or you know, oh, yeah. the door guy is a dick or, you know, the bartender don't even look at me or that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, the music could be is great, but shit, if I can't, you know, right. if I can't get a drink and I'm not I'm not going to stay here. So I got I got to give them, I got to give him props because, you know, the staff. The staff yeah, they really were cool. they were very fast drinks. Like oh, yeah. You know, and I love the fact that we could always be up in the booth. He'd raise his hand. So, yeah. He'd raise his so, hand. <laughs> you know, Corrupt lead over to me like, yo, this your round. It's your round. I put my arm up and look at Max and be like, you know, and he'd be like, throw up 10, yeah. you know, 10 Jaeger bombs. Or, <laughs> man, if we can get into how many shots we have done at that place, we have probably went through five different combinations of shots over the 10 years that I was there hanging out with him. Well, yeah, they changed. Start Jaeger bombs and then Jaeger bombs over to this thing called a statutory grape. What? I don't remember that. It's it was it was grape bock. I don't know. Grape it was the three olives. It. It oh, was three olives grape. grape. Oh, I hated that shit. With uh, I hated two. I think grape. we threw a little sprite in there. Sprite and, and something to make it purple. I don't know what it was, but it, I like. <laughs> I think it was the blue carousel. I don't know what it and was. Something else, I don't know. But then we did the Petrus. Oh yeah, Patron and Grey Goose. You remember the history of drinking at Fez? That's pretty impressive. And we did, uh, <laughs> we would do X-rated and Grey Goose for a little bit. We kind of started that in Dallas, though. The X-rated yeah. and Grey Goose, and that didn't last too long. 
too sugary. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. So the, all right, let's talk about the, the anniversary parties because those Ooh. were always... <laughs> those are always live. Always dope. I mean, I mean, you go. If you have, if you yeah, have a man. memory you want to share, I mean, I, out of all 10 of them. I, I think, man. I actually, think. actually, you know, uh, this Sunday would have been the 13th anniversary. Yep, because the anniversary first is, Sunday is of yeah, June. yeah first, first Sunday in June. June. Yeah, yep. Wow, ah, I didn't crazy. do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you wow. did. No, I did not. <laughs> I did, I looked it up when I was looking up. I'm like, holy shit, it was June fifth. I would have to yeah. say, if you don't mind, said the one year that stood out for me for his anniversaries would be your tenth. The ten year, yeah, ten year. That was like the year, most epic one. Ten DJs, out of all the one. And I think what Flip ended up showing up. Yeah, little flip little showed flip up. Showed up. Little flip was just in town, and he like showed up and walked up on the stage and Sid handed him the mic, and he started rapping, and people went crazy. A few times with different artists. Bushwick like, Bill walked in there one night and jumped I, on the mic. Bubba Sparks did. Yeah, Busta came in there. He didn't do anything. John Legend was in there. He didn't really? do anything. Yeah, are they ten year? No, no, no. I'm no. just talking in general throughout oh, the whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. I know we kind of throughout got off. the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you just never knew who would pop up, chameleon, like all those guys would chameleon just pop was up. Paul Wall, did Paul Wall? Paul, all yeah. those, yeah. Bun B even rolled through. Bun's been through there. Yeah. Right. But was... the ten year man, I, I think he's right. Is probably the the most memorable anniversary. Was... Anything stood out for that night? The music, man. It was ten years, ten DJs. Everybody had their own style. Yeah. And nobody stepped a, on anybody. It was just a you know I had four turntables set up, and I kind of was like, hey guys. Here's the times y'all are playing, but if somebody else wants to jump on during, you know, it's up to y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was that was probably my favorite. Yeah, that was that was real. I was... probably should have just ended it right then on the ten year anniversary. Just just... Chunked up the dude. <laughs> chunked up the dude. Like, yeah, yeah, walk out while the the audience still clapping. <laughs> yeah, man, that was yeah. Whew. I remember one of my um, fondest memories, the ninety anniversary. And I remember Abe the Assassin came out with a set where every song had nine in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And he did it live. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. yeah. It was all yeah. nine. Like yeah, Serato was out at that time. He used all vinyl. And, yeah. And, yeah. And did that set. And it was yeah. dope. All was nine. Dope. All the songs with nine in I it. I wish yeah. I had recorded that. Yeah. You I, ever think, record- I, thought, I thought we had somebody that did record it. I don't think anybody... Did you no, record anything from all those years? Nah, I didn't. Oh, you no, forgot your boy also came through. Uh, DJ, uh, DJ, uh, JC. JC, yeah. JC, Luda's old DJ from back in the day. Yeah, it was. So you have no recording? No, I never recorded stuff that I did. Somebody build a time machine. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> man, I would definitely love to go back to that 10-year anniversary. Just over that and was, over in the loop. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody, we were all looking good that night. We had fun. Everybody was suited up. Well. What yeah. was the year you dressed like Michael Jackson? Was it? <laughs> what? Was it at, yeah. You, Hold on. What? Nah, that was a different party. Oh, okay. That was, that was a different I party. Say. That was an '80s theme party that I did. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I saw that picture. I'm like, was that an anniversary or like an Halloween thing or what? It, it was anyway. I don't know, Sid. Do you remember that one time it was on Sunday night? It was just some off night. We were in there hanging out. It, I think it was probably pretty cool outside. Um, Lance Armstrong walks into the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and he kind of walks to the back, and I'm walking to the back, and I see him, and I'm kind of, I kind of tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, "Hey, how you doing? Congratulations!" I think it was after his the Tour de sixth Tour de France win, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and um, 
And I, I end up pulling them up to the DJ booth, and we got Lance so drunk that night. <laughs> we got him so wasted. Yeah, Lance like his Patron. <laughs> yeah. We, we kept, I think that was around the time we were doing the Patrus. Yeah, he likes his Patron. Yeah, he was, we got, and then like, but it was so crazy because he was pretty much the only white face, him and his guys, that night in the bar, besides <laughs> the staff that uh-huh. were working. And when we pulled him up into the DJ booth, we were like, I think Sid jumped on the mic and was like, you know, I want to give a big shout out to Lance Armstrong, Tour de France winner. And you could just see all the people in the audience like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> they know him now. <laughs> yeah, they know him now. Tour de what? Yeah. yeah France, I mean, like, what is we, France? When you talk about people that came in through, I can remember Benicio uh, Del Toro used to come in there. Oh, yeah. Quinn Tarantino. Quinn Tarantino's been in there. Um <laughs> Man, uh, the, I wasn't the looking. Two and, Wilson brothers. Yeah, Luke and uh, Owen. Luke and Owen. Yeah, yeah, I remember that all the time. They, yeah, they Benicio they del Toro was was. Uh, he was fucking one of the bartenders. I uh, oh, will not be said. <laughs> and so he used to be there. He used to come in there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. never, I never, I never. And it him. was right around the time. I think it was right around the time when uh, what was the movies that were being filmed here? Grindhouse. Yeah, I'm not sure. And one of them. One of those Robert Rodriguez Yeah, yeah, I think he was in town doing one of them movies. But I remember, man, shoot, our boy, UT, Vince Young. When he was still in the league, he rolled up in there one night, and for the last hour, he threw down and bought the bar out. I remember the first time I saw him, uh, met him. He was still playing at UT. I was like, yo, I got this Sunday night, man. You need to come by. Mm -hmm. He comes by with a couple players, and he was under 21. They wouldn't let him in. (laughs) His birthday was in two weeks. He would have been 21 in two weeks. (laughs) And they wouldn't let him in. Uh-huh. They didn't? They didn't let him in. They're all doing the job. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't care I who like, you are. It's BY. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, but you know, the, back. The, the craziest nights, um, any three day weekend, mm. those those nights, my and you, you uh, were, uh, there was a cover. Yeah, I, it, 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 it didn't start off that end. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't start off that way, but if you know, we only charge cover Memorial Day and Labor Day. Yeah. I think it was five. And I bucks thought or... I, I thought it was always hilarious how people got mad at corrupt for the the door having a cover fee, which was only five bucks. Well, at the time, not, nobody else was charging. There was no, but, nothing but it, else. You can't get mad at the guy who wasn't doing it. It, it wasn't was my the bar. idea. It was the bar. Oh. It was it was the it was Matt Lucky's idea. It wasn't and, my and, idea. And then when manager. I approached the ower about getting a cutoff, but he wouldn't give me a cutoff of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, so that's what most people don't understand. So now you know, people, it was not corrupt. Yeah, Every, man, that, I, I seriously, <laughs> it was, I, mean, as a I applaud. It was good for him, you know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. like I'm providing the people. You got to cut me in on this deal, and he, he never would cut me in on the door. Nope. Damn, oh. that's shady. That's real shady. <laughs> props, seriously, props to Daryl for for holding it down for man, so long. Oh, real, man, for real. seriously, I don't know as how much many as times he, he pissed me off and I pissed him off. Like he he knew how to run a door, and I yeah. should just let him do his job and not even yeah, fuck with him. Exactly. But now now we run into each other. He's working downtown now again. Yeah. And I see him, and it's just it's all love. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I don't know how was, you did this, man. Because yeah. oh, <laughs> he every he probably, weekend he was probably the number one. He even though he's not he's not racist. Even though he was being called it, I don't know how many times I heard people saying his oh, girlfriend was black, and that's what's crazy. Yeah, his girl, she's still black, and they're about to have a kid. Right. You know. And it's like, people are like, oh, you're racist. And that's the first thing he would holler out. He's like, dude, my girlfriend's black. And they'd be like, 
Oh, so you like fucking black women? Like, come on, man, he's doing his job. Like, <laughs> like you're you're not dressed appropriate. Because I remember when Red Fest back in the day when I first started going there, you had to have a collar on to get in. You had to have either a polo, a button down. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't do t-shirts to get in there. Like when I first started going, and then I think. I think they relax the dress code a little bit on yeah, Sundays. But then it started getting a little ghetto. So they had to kind yeah, of pick the dress code back. Let's 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 talk about that then, because I mean, over the years, the crowd has changed a mm-hmm. lot. I remember when I first started going, it was pretty mixed. It was a real mixed crowd. And there was yeah. there was room to dance, mm-hmm. you know. So what was it that, you know, made it I don't want to say go ghetto, but I just said it. Um was it, you know, the music you were playing? Was it, you know, people word of mouth and, you know? I think a lot of it was word of mouth. Yeah. And then you combine mm-hmm. the, the music in the later part of the night. You know, I'm playing a lot of the the, the hood shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, I never thought Fez was ghetto. I think a lot of people equate a, a black crowd to automatically being ghetto. That's not the case. Yeah. No, if half those not. people that came in there are go- like on Sundays, they're getting up and going to Dell to work yeah. the next yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah that's true. Someone you know was like, someone lawyers. They might not be dressed like they work at Dell, but yeah. that doesn't mm-hmm. automatically make them ghetto. Yeah. You know? We didn't we didn't have a lot of problems in there on Sundays. Yeah. Like if there was a fight, ninety percent of the time it was girls fighting. Yeah. Good point actually. Yeah, <laughs> I remember they, that. They, now they, that I they, think they. about it. And it's true. And once it got squashed and settled, they, you know, it'd be over with and back to the music. Um, as a security man, <laughs> you ever have to stop one of those? I'm going to throw this fight out there because this is the most memorable fight I, I remember that started in the DJ booth that kind of went out. Um, if anybody knows who Darlene Escobar is from Bad Girls Club. Uh-huh. It was one night she came in and she was hanging out in the DJ booth and everybody knew all the all the women in Austin knew her from the show. Yeah. And a lot of women hated her because of what they felt she portrayed Austin, Texas to be. Mm-hmm. And so it was one night she was up in the booth hanging out and we were it was like it was a lot of people up in the booth that night. It was just crowded hanging out and a group of black girls outside the booth started talking trash to, you know, start talking shit to Darlene and Darlene, she's a little firecracker. She goes right back at him, mm-hmm. you know, talking shit. Next thing you know, as soon as she starts talking shit, you see a glass just fucking fly from out of the DJ booth into the crowd. Darlene threw a fucking glass. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So you got these five black chicks who just got hit with alcohol and glassware trying to get up in the booth. And I'm like, yo, calm the fuck down. Like, you know, rope. Yeah, rope. <laughs> Shit, that rope didn't work that night. Shit. But I don't know, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my memorable fight there. You know, but yeah, like Sid said, it was mainly women that threw down in fast. So so what was it that really um when when did you see a, like a decline of uh of Fez Sundays? Um Probably like, oh, just right when the economy got real sour. You know what I mean? It was right 08? around that time. 08? Around 08. Was West 6 already starting at the time? Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. West 6 was already popping. 
Uh, not really super popular. There's I mean, no, Union Park there. was around. Union Park was around. Ranch Tool was around. Ranch was around. And Jay Blacks. And I was and Molotov. And that was it. Uh-huh. In that area. Well, then you had um, uh, Beso was up too. Right. A, few blo- uh, uh, a block away. Yeah. So people started moving west. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think it, it was just a I, crunch of. I feel it was more like when the Sunday fun day really started when people started going out on Sundays at like yeah, but noon that, drinking. Like the crowd that I used to pull on Sundays, yeah. they don't party during the day, really. Yeah, they didn't. They and just they, came don't, out. they still don't know now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So what do you don't... Uh, trying to, I mean, yeah. I think the decline was partially the recession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, back in the day, people wouldn't go out Saturday to make sure they can make it out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for my night. But not, I don't know what it was. That when the so the place shut down. Remember what year? Uh, it was the week after my 11 year anniversary, so 2012. 2012. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, was it was at the time was it uh like you did your last one and then the club shut down. It wasn't like you left before. No, no, no. the club shut down. Yeah. Do you remember well, why? Uh, I'm just I think curious. this guy just sold it, and it was a good deal for him, money wise. He sold Stupid it. Stupid move. He sold it, and he pretty much what well, told you at the last minute. Uh, he didn't tell me. I haven't talked to him. In yeah, like how, I, that many years. Yeah, it was he didn't crazy. even call me. Like, hey, corrupt. Thanks for you know the 12, 11, yeah. 11 years that you put in. A lot of money. I missed. I, put in I my missed pocket. five, five Sunday nights in eleven years. And the only reason why you missed them was because you weren't even in the U.S. Yeah. One, I think I was sick, and they sent me home. Mm-hmm. I showed up. They're like, man, you look terrible. Go home. I think to- the other two, uh, I was in India because my grandmother was sick. And the other two, I think I was suspended for some shit I had done the- <laughs> prior. <laughs> so I missed five. You used to get crunk in that booth, man. Yeah, man. Those Jagger But no, nah, he, did, he didn't even call me, man. Those Jack on the Rocks Damn. back in the day. That was Sid's drink, Jack I mean, on the Rocks. That's the business, I guess. But, you know, if I run a place... If some there's no bars that were making that kind of money on a Sunday night, no, I mean, period. Yeah, Not back then, and no. nowhere. There's, and there's no bar that has that kind of rotation either, right? No. Today, and I, I don't know who out there is trying to replicate that or emulate that in any way, but the talent that came out of that, I mean, like the inverse, the you know, swing you, even um, Manny. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I don't think. I mean, th- I think those were the those were the best years. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So they're, they're so then so years. then when when it shut down, you moved to Beso. Yeah, I tried to. I, first, I think I moved it to District. District. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, District, because up the street. Because they were telling me that it was going to be this a remodel, and um, that they would come back. So I'd always put up a sign on the on the Red Fest door, like, "Hey, do the remodel." You know, we're up the street. Yeah, I remember. And then District, I think, shut down. Yeah. <laughs> And then we started went over to Beso, and Beso started picking up. But then I went on tour for four months. Ah, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. yeah. And and do you have anybody to sub for you? Uh, did I have any? You I don't had um, I, uh, I think somebody played for you for a little bit. I want to say might have been Swing or I don't remember. No, it was Randy. Know. It was Randy. Randy? Oh, yeah, Randy draw. did play for a while. Oh, it was quick draw, yeah. Yeah, he QD. did play for a while. He played for a little bit on Sundays, I remember. Uh-huh. And then when, when I came back, that's when Baso had shut down. Yeah. And then I took it to Geisha. 
Oh yeah, that's right. And yep. that started picking up. And then and then I don't I don't know what happened. It started picking up, but then next you know they I mean, just said that they didn't want it anymore. Oh, it was that I offered it to Lucky Lounge first. Oh, okay. And they were like, No, we don't want it. I was like, Why not? It's right next door. Half the clientele already knows you. I'm making yeah. X amount of dollars at the bar here and it's right next door. Yeah. Right we don't want it. But West right. was already starting to pick to, up to pick up uh around that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um right now you're like the closest thing to that is what you have at two nineteen, right? Uh no. No. I don't think there's anything like that. I mean not that like do, that. That I do anymore. Unless it's like a one off party. Like but I'm at two nineteen when I'm there on Sunday afternoons, you'll hear me play thirty minutes of dance music. I mean, it's not just straight hip hop the whole time. Yeah, that's true. You know? I really you know. would. I really wish we can. I think we should go with that uh, that idea that we've been talking about, man. Red Fest reunion party. We can do one. I don't want to bring. Yeah, it back. I ain't talking about like a. Let's just one big Red Fest reunion blowout. Yeah. Why, why, why y'all looking at me? <laughs> You're the man. The feedback. I think you should. No, throw I, that, I told you. I, I, you should I, throw I, that out as a topic on the feedback I, one day. Look, see I, what people say. I think it, and we talked about it. it. I think it's a great idea. I think it needs to happen. Uh, don't know when, but it needs to happen. Yeah. And I'll definitely, I'll definitely be part of that because I mean, I have so many, some of the you know, best friends I have today, like I've met at Fez. Right. So yeah. a lot of you know bartenders that you know mm-hmm. that took me up to this day, I met over there. You know, right. I met you there. I met Swing over there. So. Yeah, definitely, you know, it holds a pretty yeah, there's, important there's a lot part. of stories like that, people meeting. I mean, I've had three or four couples that met there and are, are married. Yeah. yeah One nuts. is uh, uh, Wayne Nacho hmm. and uh, Six, that is here, his wife. Right, right. Nice. Shout out to y'all if y'all listening, Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, what's that? I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll make something happen. I'm sure we need to. We, we have yeah. to. We have to. That, that, Timing that, that, has to be yeah, right. The venue, more importantly, the venue. The has venue. To be right. The venue has to be right. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I th- I think it's uh, one. It will bring back all those people, you know, who don't come out no more and yeah. looking right. for something. And like, oh, I remember those days when I used to, you know, walk in and music was dope. People were cool, dancing, all of that. Yeah, I remember many times, like right after it closed down, like even still to this day, sometimes. I might be walking around and I'll get somebody that used to go to Red Fest back then and be like, hey, you the guy that hung out with Corrupt that did You were the big dude next yeah. to the little Indian dude. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, You're the security man. guy. I was like, yeah. And they were like, dude, what happened to him? I'm like, man, long story. People you know? that I've never even been, I, I get approached by, man, how do you have this Sunday night, man? Like, I hear from my friends that used to live here. Yeah. I just, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, yeah. You should bring it back. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. It's, it's got to happen. It really yeah. does. And, and and you know... Um, but we got to get the same bartenders, too. Yeah. And we, we got to get, get Daryl at the door. Daryl and We got to get the same bartenders. That's Kevin. a good idea, actually. That's that'd what be, I was, that'd that'd be dope. Yeah, I was saying Max. I already talked to Max, and Max said he's in. Max All right. He's down. Let's bring back Rachel. I know you're listening. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> you have to come back. Rachel, I'll come back. One night special. Yeah. Please. Gadesha, you know, and... Jason and then yeah, oh, all those guys. <laughs> That'll be. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. 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 All right. We've been talking for almost an hour. 
Are we? Wow, really? Yeah, I told you it goes fast. Oh, man. It goes wow. fast. So let's play a little game. Just a little trivia. Um, What's the category? That's not category. Oh, okay. I mean, category is feedback. It's, okay. I'll it's take, about this. I'll take feedback for 1000 please. All right. I only got a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a sticker. How's that? <laughs> All right. All right. Um, y'all know what a red fez is? Yes. Do you? Mm, I think I do, but I don't want to blurt out something wrong. I'll go ahead. Blurt out something wrong. I'm sure he knows. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm good. Go no, ahead. No, what is come it? on, what is man. No, what is no, a red fez? What is a red fez? What is it? A vagina? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. know. What is it? And everything, you had no idea what it, what it well, was? The whole theme of the place was all... Well, I know it was lit red. You know, it was darkly lit. Well, it know. can't be called red fez and be all blue inside. No, duh. I know. <laughs> but come on. You got some places that come on. Look at the clothes. Okay, nowadays, is it is it though. is it the name of a hookah? Is it a drink? Is it an animal? I, is it I a piece of a, clothing? I actually think it's a name of a either a drink or an animal. I'm like, that's what I'm gonna go with. Nah, it's a hat. It's a hat. <laughs> wow, it's it, a little hat, a little red hat with a tassel on the top. You never seen oh, the one you know? that the Shriners wear. The who? The Shriners. Oh the yeah, old white man that ride on those little scooters. You know, they give money away to, like, a lot of sick kids. You know, Shriners. Uh, I don't know. You know, what he's, you know what he's talking about? I know what he's talking about. Okay, yeah. is it right? Red Fez, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's what a Red Fez is. And where is it from? Why are you asking me? <laughs> Do you know where it's from? Uh, nah, I don't. Tunisia, Tunisia, Morocco. I'd say Morocco. Yeah. There's an actual city called Fez. That's where it, that's oh, where okay. it comes from. Fez, Morocco. Okay. Nice. There you go. You learned something today. Boy, I did his yeah. research. You're going to learn today. All right. All right. today. Yeah. Always go to bed less stupid, man. I always say. Hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate wow. that. I'm going to tell my kids that one day. Yeah. Always go to bed less stupid. stupid. Not smarter, less stupid. Yeah. You wake up stupid, you go to bed less stupid. That's awesome. All right. Next question. Um, the X Games coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what company launched the X Games? Uh, I know the answer to that. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. No, no, I want your guess too, since you're um, educating your ass today. Are we? Are we like? Is it Fox? Is it NBC? Is it Red Bull? Is I it uh, would Disney? Like to say Fox. Wrong. Wrong. Who? ESPN. Yeah. Oh. ESPN. Boom. ESPN. Boom. You're really gonna go to bed less stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel like y'all are like double teaming. No, he knows his shit. No, 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 uh, hold on, let me back let me, let me back up. What people do there is what the following songs have in common. Okay. There was a song by Birdman and Lil Wayne. There was a song with Jim uh Jim Jones and Jules Santana. What do those songs have in common? And it has to do with the name of the bar. And it's on what six? Um, what song by Jim Jones and and Jules Santana? Do you know? 
If I say the other guy's name, you're going to guess right away. I'm sure he knows already. Uh, I'm going to go with, you said the bar's on West 6? Yeah. How long has the bar been on West 6? I'm not going to answer that question. Oh, man. I'm going to go with. You know the answer? Yeah, it's a new bar, right? Dogwood. No. Pop. Pop. Oh, my God. Let's not get on that place. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just going to give him a shout out, but all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave my mouth closed on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pop champagne, pop bottles. Oh, okay. I was I was going that way, but. Eh. That's all right. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. All right. Uh, is there a bar or club you'd recommend to the audience on a Friday or Saturday? Uh Friday nights, uh, and I know it's going to sound a little cliche or whatever because he's here. Check my boy Corrupt out at 219 on the rooftop. Yeah, man. He's killing it, you know, and it's only going to get better. It can never get worse. What about Saturday night? Uh, What place you like to go to that you'd like, hey, this is the spot kind of thing? Saturday night, I usually move around a lot. I usually start out at Dirty Bills, couple drinks. Mm Mm-hmm. Brew exchange for a couple more, and then I'll try and catch my boy Corrupt at Lit Lounge. Oh, you're at Lit on Saturdays? On Saturdays, yeah. I've been there since they open. Oh, okay. It's a cool little spot. Yeah, if I can't catch him at Lit, I usually just stay West 6. You know, Brew Exchange, Dogwood. Dirty Bills is kind of like my home base bar. I love that bar. Yeah. You know, it's even though it's getting to where it's on the weekends, it's getting a little fratty. If you know what that means. Yeah. A lot of polos and seersuckers, you know. Um, this has been tough to get in. such a small place. Yeah, and yeah, they, they're, they're getting messed with a lot by the fire marshal now, so they've had to kind of instill their... Uh, I think they got that patio popping up soon. So. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. working on that, yeah, too. Yeah, they're, they're working gonna be on good. that, so be patient, people. Be patient. It's coming. What about you? If if you're off one well, weekend, where do you hang? I haven't been off on a Friday or Saturday in so long. That's why I said if. Um, <laughs> if yeah, um, man, I don't see something low key. You like you haven't been to that vinyl place yet, have you? I haven't been there yet. I've I've been there one time, and I went on their first night that they did the Motown Mondays. Yeah, and I have to say, it is a very beautiful spot, and it actually reminds me of a little piece of Red Fez. To be honest with you, if you yeah. really think about it, it reminds you because the way it's lit, you know, the red curtains, mm-hmm. um, the DJ, the fact that you still have a little area to sit down, a little area to dance, and, you know, it's just the bartenders there are nice. Yeah, I mean, it's low-key. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. It's Most people don't even know it's there because you have to go through a separate door in the bar to get to it. Yeah. You know? right. I just haven't been on Monday because I work on Mondays, too, so... It's a real nice place. I, you know what? I the place I work on on Monday. Um, I I'd hang out there like if, even if I wasn't working. Where? Uh, mini bar. I haven't been there yet. Actually, it's cool. Real nice concept. Really real nice concept. Bar. It's real excellent. cool. You would like it. Okay. It's a real good bar. Where's, where is it? It's uh on Sanderson between seventh and sixth. Used to be old pizza spot. Oh, okay. Yeah, right behind Amp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'll check that out. Um. All right. And then last question, if y'all heard the last show, or maybe you're just gonna you're just gonna know, uh, what was the name of the bar where the Southern Sirens uh, performed the uh, first time? It was on Sixth Street. Uh, uh, damn, I know this. 
during uh, about Aces. There you go. Uh-huh. Man, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent on the trivia. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I feel, uh, I feel like I feel like he, I was here's your sticker. I feel like I was bamboozled here, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> do you have any any other stories you want to share about Redface before we wrap up? Oh, man, no. Too many to go through and and not enough that I can remember at the same time. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Oh, I do, yes. I want to know, and I know most people want to know also. Was that a full bottle of Jack Daniels that you chugged oh, on your birthday? That. I remember on that. On your birthday no, that it was, night. Uh, it was my eight-year anniversary. Oh, that was eight-year anniversary? Yeah. I thought that was your birthday. Okay. It was my eight-year anniversary. Um... I wanted to do something that people would remember, and it was so, epic. It, I, so what I did I, was I had I asked I asked them if I could do it, and initially they wouldn't let me do it. I was like, "What if put it in the cooler, and you know, it'd be cold? I should be able to get it." You know, it was a lot of it was it was a bottle of Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. it was a was that a seven fifty or was it a liter? I think it was a seven fifty. Okay, wow. I, I don't know what it, what it still was Jack's a full bottle because I saw you no crack shit. it open. Yeah. Yeah, and like I was, I was standing there. Well, and you all, saw like, me crack it open. You yeah. saw that. But I was standing was there in my hand when yeah. I opened. I it was up. standing there and all kind of like, what, what's going on? Yeah, it like, was. <laughs> it was actually Jack. It was okay. all Jack. Just it was sure. in the cooler though. A lot of people yeah. asked, like, you drank it warm? No, I had them put it in the cooler overnight, so it was cold when I had it. And I, and I handed you the bottle right after. Yeah, you could have smelled it. Well, you can still smell alcohol even if it's like half alcohol, half water. I remember that night, you know? <laughs> because everybody is. Always swearing up and down that they said oh, they wouldn't that let wasn't... me do it unless there was a paramedic on site. Oh, there was one. Yeah, you can ask okay. Max about it. Uh, how did you? How I forgot. How were you after that? Oh, instant drunk. Oh, it was. I hadn't had one drink yet. It was one one a.m. Uh-huh. And I had a couple of guest DJs, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do the last slot. I'll do one to two, since it's my night, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was instantaneous drunk. I think Protege a couple times was like. You just played that song two songs ago, like, on <laughs> yeah. two different occasions within the first fifteen I, minutes. I, I remember it yeah, within I'm... the first fifteen minutes. Like, hey, don't play that one because you just played that two songs ago. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, good times. Good times, man. Good fucking times, man. Shout yeah, out shout to the crew. Yeah, shout out to the crew. All everybody used to come in. You know. Yeah, I mean, regularly. you had you had like okay, trying to count them out. Well. You were uh, first mate. <laughs> shout out, to, was, our, shout out like, to our boy nah. Cornbread that's overseas right now, living a life in Europe, man. Yeah, nah, just shout Cornbread, out to everybody that Static, came uh, JJ, uh, Dre at the time. Andre. Andre. Yeah. Um, man, it was just so many. There's, I mean, if you came to Red Fest for two months straight, you would know everybody in there because it was much. just that many regular faces. Yeah. Yeah. It was a D spot. The spot, miss it. Yeah, miss shout it. to the whole staff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody that was working there. Yeah, the staff, like you said, it was many good times and many drunken nights for me. <laughs> Unlike no one, you know. You know what? People couldn't tell what you were drunk or not. You just posted up up there. Yeah, uh, but you, you, trust. Yeah, I there mean, were many nights that. You had a game face. I on, woke man. up the next. I woke up Monday like, why did I just drive home? <laughs> you know, right. I don't. I don't get it. So, you know. th- so at this point, there's nothing going on 
that's in any shape or whatever that that that's has similar? the potential that that can, that has that potential for me or just in general that I well know, for you and then in general I, I, no I, nothing that I've been to but I would work you know when, yeah, yeah. When no, what about you I don't Mister Everywhere I'm gonna call you Mister Everywhere <laughs> you can yeah you could do that you call uh, him Tap Boy yeah Tap Boy, tap boy. that's right <laughs> Shout out to Gerald. Shout out to Gerald and uh, Alex Nelson, all you guys that also came through, Top Boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I The only thing that, that's that's really popular now that it was is Dirty Bills Sunday nights with uh, Go-Go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, and that's, and most, uh, most of their nights, though, like yeah. when they have DJs, it's, it yeah, Wednesdays. Kind of a, little, a little similar. Yeah. yeah. It's not you know, quite, and, but... And that that's kind of a shoot. It kind of reminds you of Red Fest a little bit. The walk by the bar, to get to the bathroom way in the back. Yeah, the fight through everybody to get back there. The the hallway. Yeah, pretty <laughs> the much hallway the hallway. Look. Dude, I gotta say that that wall at Fez, um, it was like infamous. That was like the 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 neutrals, not the neutral zone. It was like the the gray area. Yeah, <laughs> but like if you're a girl walking back there, you're gonna get approached. Yeah, you got to. I, I, would, I, would, I, would tell, I would tell my, my my girlfriends, good luck, and let's see how many times you get you get touched or grabbed or whatever on your way to the bathroom and on your way back. Come back and give me a full report. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped going to the bathroom in the back. I used to run behind the bar and oh. to go to the bathroom. But then I was like, man, I'm just going to go next door. That is a lot easier. I just went next door. This is quicker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Very good times. Good times at Red Fest, man. Uh, All right. Let's uh, wrap it up. Uh, where can people find you? Corrupt. Um, Fridays, uh, I do happy hour in Pflugerville at Spinners from 6 to 9. Oh, cool. Friday nights, I'm at uh, 219 on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Sunday um, day, I just actually, Rich hooked me up with this gig that I'm going to be DJing at a, at a gym. It's called Seven Fit Studios on East 7th. Shout out to Cedric Griffin. Cedric Griffin's um, uh, gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's seven studios, sevenfitstudios.com. You can check that out. Saturday nights at Lit Lounge, which is uh, the old Mekong River restaurant on 6th Street. Yeah. So now, like, it's so actually a nice upscale bar for 6th Street. Yeah, it's real like nice. That. It's real nice. <laughs> Sunday brunch, 3 to 7 at 219 on the rooftop. And then Monday nights at Mini Bar. Busy man. And Thursday's coming up too. Stay tuned. All right, you know, give an exclusive. Uh, Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. I was waiting on the call. I haven't got the call yet. Ah, all right. Like, literally, well, I'm waiting on the call. All right, today. I, I want to be first to know. Okay. Well, second after first it's, it's made. It's a bar that here. we've talked about today. <laughs> it's a bar that we've talked about. So, yeah. oh, okay. While okay. we've been here. Yeah. And um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, any of those? Everything. Instagram? It's either forward, you know, forward slash or at the real DJ corrupt. There's some fake ones out there. Ain't that a bitch? T H E R E A L D J K U R U P T. Holla. All right. Yeah. What about you? Where can people not uh, find you? Man, I'll, you know, you'll, you'll see me out and about. Uh, you can find me at special events doing work with, you know, security company that me and my dad run. Or you can see me out helping my boy Corrupt promote for whatever he has to do. Or you can just find me out in the streets drinking. If you see me out, tap me you, on you the cannot, shoulder. You cannot miss this guy. You yeah. just cannot. You know, tap the, me on the, the shoulder. Say what's up. And There's a presence. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy you a shot. He has the presence. You know, we'll get drunk together. You know, shout out to my girlfriend, Sabrina Gutierrez. I know she's listening. Cool, cool. 
All right, let's see what's going on this week. Uh, Thursday, Lucky Lounge, live and direct in the ATX with Triforce Riot, uh, DJ Cinco, John De- uh, uh, Revelator, mm-hmm. and Asia Layla playing at Lucky Lounge, 8.30. Got a bunch of opening ads. It's kind of, I, I, I listened to it. He sent me some stuff. Uh, it's kind of like hip-hop slash pop slash electronic music. Okay. It's kind of... Kind of, it's different. Uh, I thought I thought it was interesting. So it's all ages, ten dollars. Uh, go check it out. Support local acts. Support local DJs. I, I say that in every show. Austin has a lot of, a lot to offer. So you know, don't miss out. Go support those people because keep it local. Keep it local. Yeah, I mean, without them, there's no Austin. It's that simple. There's no you know having a good time really. Um, Friday, Body Rock. Um, at Sahara Lounge with Rise Against the Storm, Chorizo Funk, and it's the Prince edition. So they're celebrating Prince's birthday. Nice, nice. Starting yeah. starting at midnight, uh, all Prince, five bucks, twenty one. If you haven't been to Body Rock yet, it's it's a dance party, and it's way out there. So uh, once you're there, you you you, you got to stay because it's yeah. like it's a destination spot. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Uh, so that's Friday, Saturday. Uh, no illusion in Manny at Vinyl. Um, That'll be a good show. Uh, Nine o'clock, no cover, twenty-one and up. Uh, also, Table Manners crew is in uh, inducting uh, Casey Cuts on Saturday nice. at Plush. Uh, TMC man, it. They're gonna be like pretty gross like Wu Tang Clan with DJs <laughs> and shit. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? <laughs> Yeah. We have an army of DJs that can take over the town in one weekend. <laughs> um then also Saturday, um King Louis, Orion, and DJ Mel playing at Volstead in Hotel Vegas. Uh they call it too much of everything, which is pretty much what they do. Uh so that's going down uh Saturday, uh Volstead Hotel Vegas, Sunday, uh social Sundays, um at Upstairs on Trinity, which is Chicago House. Upstairs, they're mm-hmm. starting to do uh, everybody doing Sunday thing now. So just something different, you know. Go see my boy Corrupt uh, at two nineteen. Uh, hop on the bike, get a cab. You know, I'll be there with him. Yeah, and uh, so go support. And then let's see. Next Tuesday, uh, DJ Shawnee and DJ Nimbus from Houston playing at Lanai for Shift. Uh, Twenty one plus, no cover. All funk, soul, boogie, and disco, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, the X Games are happening. So I haven't really had a chance to see what was all going on. Kanye's in town. I just want to see Kanye. That's it. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I think I'm going to take off Saturday night and go check out Kanye. Yeah. You can yeah. still get, like, day tickets, I think. Right? Yeah, they, they still like got tickets or something. No. Well, that's GA. No, for one day. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought they were selling them only in like three day passes. Kind of like oh uh, fuck no. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not that big on BMX. Really, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, skateboard. That, I don't. That's what I heard. That's how they're doing it. That I mean, there's concerts all day too. Yeah. Oh, it's so all they day. Start all. Yeah, they're all day. Yeah. Uh, shout out to DJ JCO. He's playing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's playing. Oh. Shout out to Gary Clark Jr. He's playing out there. G Clark. Um, yep. Uh, pretty lips. Yeah. So we'll have the 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 group meet thing going. Uh, Nightwire on Group Me, so you can share info live. Okay, like we did during yeah. South by, and uh, that's pretty much it. So go support. Shout out to my boy Corrupt Rich. Yep. Thank you, sir. You I appreciate me. y'all. Appreciate you, homie. You keep doing appreciate what you're doing, you, brother. You you keep doing what you're doing, man. This is the. 
the truth. I am trying. Fuck, I'm not trying. I'm doing. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, make sure you spread the word. Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Uh, everything is at the feedback. BAK, of course, because I love my name. Uh, comment. Let me know what you think. We got some good uh, guests coming up next week. I got T Double next week. Nope. That should be a good one. That's it will be a good one. one. I love that yeah, guy. Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can email me at podcast at thefeedback.com if you got questions, if you want uh, some things you want to bring, you want me to bring up during the show. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher if you have an Android. That way you can listen to all the shows on your phone. And that's pretty much it. Thanks again, guys. I'll, uh, later. Yeah. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. Talk to you next week. Ciao. Later.